0: Amen. Somebody shout this word time. Let's do it. We're going to be in the book of Exodus chapter number 14 starting at verses number 9. Exodus 14 and 9 will be our foundational text for today. If you have your Bible or your electronic device lifted above your head. Yes. Somebody shout, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter. A doer and not just the hearer, and my life, again, and my life, one more time, and my life is the better, after hearing, obeying, and applying a word from the Lord. Book of Exodus, chapters number 14, going to start at verses number 9 on today, hallelujah Jesus, hallelujah, thank you God. Bible declares the Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen, and troops pursued the Israelites and overtook them. Ten, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and they cried out to the Lord. Eleven declares, they said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Why you set us free, man? Mm, This liberty has put me in trouble. (laughs) This this freedom, this experience, seemed like it has caused more problems for me than, than good. Ooh, some of you all's salvation experience have started out that way. Like, you ain't really had the problems you had until you really committed to Jesus. As long as you was half-hearted, everything was everything. But now that I'm really, really trying to do right, these boys are tripping now. We, we, we at least knew the trouble we were in when we were in bondage. Now that I'm free in this this now ambiguity because I don't know what my adversary enemy is going to do. 13 declares, so Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians, you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. Look at your neighbors and neighbor the Lord will fight for you. That's so good. You need only to be still. It's good already, y'all. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff, man of God. Stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go the sea on dry land. Father, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to share the Word of God with the people of God. Realize, God, I have nothing within Greg. So if you don't speak through this vessel of clay, there will be no encouragement, strength. There, There will be nothingness. So God, I am willing and yielding now to allow you to use me in whatever capacity that you choose. Thank you in advance. I love you and I bless you. And it is in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says, Watch this. God's been dealing with me um, concerning confidence. Everybody shout, confidence. Shout again, confidence. Um, there is a waning confidence in the body of Christ. And there are some of you all who are experiencing this right now, and you are calling it humility, and God says it's false humility. It's false humility when God has given you charge and command to take territory and you are allowing the devil and other folk, watch this, who don't even deserve to be in a position to be in a position that God ordained for you. It's quiet already. Look at your neighbors and neighbor, it's time for you to move. It's time for you to move on what it is that God has challenged you. And some of y'all, some of y'all are like, well, I just don't know. I don't know what to do. And I was thinking about this. I was reflecting on this because it's interesting. Because if you could step outside of yourself and counsel somebody that's in your position, you'd give them great wisdom. You know why you would give them great wisdom? Because you already have the answer. Let me say it like this God has already given you the answer to the problem that you're in right now. The challenge is you just ain't moving. You're not moving, and not only are you suffering, the folk that are connected to you, they are suffering as well. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't do folk like that. So God is challenging the house. It's time for you to get your confidence back. It's time for you to get your boldness back. It's time for you to get yourself together and do what it is that God has called you to do. Can somebody say amen to that? Now watch this. One of the greatest pieces of wisdom that I ever received as a, as a pastor, as a man of God, it came from my pop. Years ago, 16 years ago, I remember I, I came the dad. God had, God had visited me and he showed me empowerment ministries. I saw it clearly, empowerment ministries. And, and I was talking to people about church and, and starting a church. And I, I go to my dad and I said, Pop, I, I believe that God is, is leading me to start my own church. Pop looked at me and he said, Son... Whatever you gonna do for God, you better do it right now. And I'm looking at somebody right now, and I'm telling you, whatever you plan to do for the Lord, you better do it right now, because tomorrow ain't promised, next week ain't promised. When, when look, watch that. When I feel better, I ain't promised. Let me show you, put my text on the screen. The, the, the scripture declares here, God gave me this verse concerning confidence, and it was, it was crazy I, as I begin to look at the original language in the book of Hebrews 10, 37, uh, 35. The Bible declares, so do not throw away your confidence. Tell your neighbor, don't throw away your confidence. Don't, don't, don't throw away your confidence. Why? Because your confidence is going to pay you in this season. I said your confidence is getting ready to pay you in this season. Now, now, understand this word confidence, I looked it up in its original language, and it's a little bit different from what we see confidence as. Confidence in its original language is not an attitude, it's action alone. Come on, somebody. It, b- b- because sometimes you are confident even when you are afraid. Sometimes you got to be confident even when you are unsure. Sometimes you got to be confident, y'all ain't saying nothing in this place, even when When you are timid, you got to step out and do what it is that God has called you to do. He says, man, don't throw your confidence away. Why? Because it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere. Everybody shout, I'm going to persevere this year. I'm, I'm persevering this year, I'm persevering, it's crazy, it's crazy. I was on the phone with Prophet Judith the other day, and the man of God, he get on my nerves sometimes. I love him, but he get on my nerves sometimes. He's like, men of God, man of God, God's going to bless you richly this year. He's going to bless you, he's going to bless you richly this year. I do see some challenges, no, 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 I see some major challenges, but despite the challenges, God's going to bless you. Now, he had me at major challenges. Y'all know what I want to ask, what them challenges? What you see? Now, don't be playing with me, what you, what you see? But I paused for a moment and I just said to myself, I don't care what the challenge is. I'm going to persevere through it. How many of y'all have already made up your mind, I'm going to win this year despite? I will win this year despite the challenges. Is anybody with me in this place? So the man of God says that you need, everybody shout, I got to persevere this year. The man of God says that you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. 37, for in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And, but my righteous one will live by faith and I take no, ple- look. look what he says, I take no pleasure. And the one who shrinks back, hold, hold, man, oh God, I thought you thought that God loved, I thought you said God loves everybody. He do love everybody. He just don't like some of the things y'all doing. And when I've given you the keys and you've decided not to crank the car, I don't have pleasure in that. Because I've given you the keys to drive. And some of y'all are trying to get God to drive you when he's already given you the keys to drive your own car. Why do I need to teleport when he gave me a car? (laughs) Try to help somebody in this place. Just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back, but we do not belong to those who shrink back. Somebody shout, that ain't me. Shout again, that ain't me. He says that it's not even in your DNA to be of the kind that go back, that shrink back, that have no boldness, that have no confidence. No, that's not in your DNA. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Everybody shout, I need confidence this year. So the reality is, there are some of you all who are lacking confidence. Your confidence is waning. And then there are some of you all who actually do have confidence. It's just misplaced. Yeah, the foundation is just not strong because you place your confidence in shakeable things. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna go there. okay. You place your confidence in things that are destined to change. Yeah, let me talk to the sisters for a second. Sisters, 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 you know how it is when you are working out, and you getting fine, you getting getting, your, getting yourself together. And when, when you get yourself together, that that confidence come out. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fellas, you know how it is. My, my my daughter, ooh, Aisha, bust me out. This was this was about a year ago because I ain't worked out in like five years. Pray for me. She busts me out. Boss, man, I was doing them bench presses like crazy. I was, I was like working out every day, ten times a day. I don't care nothing about my legs, my calves. All I want is just. Be, ah, how do I want. And so, 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 watch this, watch this. I, I came into church with her and Tyne here, and I came into church like this. Uh, She's like, "Dang, Dad, you gotta walk with your chest out." I was like, "Well, I just been working out. I just been working out." And then, watch this, watch this. I went in the bathroom, I went in the bathroom, and I said, well, maybe, let me just put my shoulders down. (laughs) (laughs) But when you're working out, you just (sighs) Some of y'all have confidence, but you, I ain't working out no more, mother. (laughs) So if my confidence was founded upon how I look, If my confidence is based on how I feel, if my confidence is based on whether I got paid today or not, (sighs) come on now. And you know what it's like to get a check. It's a couple of y'all in the month of March. You're going to have some great confidence. That refund check here, boy, we ain't going to be able to tell you nothing. It, it, it's, it's not that some of y'all don't have confidence. It's, it's like misplaced. And God says, I want you to put your confidence in something that cannot be shaken. So Christian confidence is based on two things. Number one, God's character. Number two, God's provision. Who God is and what he provides. Because who he is cannot change, and what he has given you, the devil can't take it away from you. It is, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's yours. It is yours. So so, so this, this is what I want to do, man, and where, where I've been. And, I, man, I don't know. Maybe I need to apologize. I don't know. Because God, help me. God has only been talking to me about me. <laughs> I'm saying, and that's not normally, that's, that's not my, my deal. No, Mom, when I come here, I, I have a word for the Lord, for the people of God, and I'm sure that this is for the people of God. But he, he, he ain't said, he said nothing about y'all. Bill, all he's been talking to me about is Greg. So I'm like, I got, <laughs> I'm just going to say what you're telling me. And I hope y'all get blessed. Because just in case y'all don't, I'm get blessed. Cause I know he's talking to me. God has ushered me in a strange place, and I shared this a couple of weeks ago, talking with a buddy. And the buddy said, "I was sharing with a man. I'm looking for a mentor. Looking for a mentor. Looking for a mentor. I got some things going on, man, and I need a pattern because that is my—that's the way I flow. I, when 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 God challenges me to do something, I find somebody who's already done it. Got the T-shirt, been there, done that, and follow them." And I've been frustrated for the past couple of weeks, maybe months now, because I hadn't found nobody who's walked out what I'm trying to do. So he says to me, maybe God is not calling you to be a Joshua to pick up a mantle that you're left off. Maybe he's calling you a Moses to explore some things that doesn't have a pattern for. And so I begin to think about that. The reality is, if I was to compartmentalize my life, it would be easy to say, okay, I got a mentor just for this and once I finish this, then I can focus on that, and then I'll get a mentor just for that. But what happens when God wants you to do all this at the same time? I'm tripping because I'm like, God, this is a lot. So if God is challenging me to be a Moses, and I believe some of you all as well fit into that category, what God is saying, anybody in here, God, it's like God is challenging you to do something bigger than that's you? I, I mean, like, this. this is just huge. This is... I don't even know how this thing is gonna manifest. All I know is God is telling me to go, and so, so, so if if you're gonna challenge me to be a Moses, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna study Moses because I was first of all I was scared when he said you're Moses because y'all know Moses didn't make it in, and Pastor got to make it in. <laughs> so I'm I'm studying Moses as a pattern because I want to know what my man did right, what my man did wrong, and what do I need to do to better position myself so that I can execute? Everybody shall execute. That's the word in this season, execute. Everything that God has placed in my spirit, because in all actuality, what God has for me and what He's doing in me ain't even about Greg, but it's about the folk that I'm connected to. And I'm saying the same thing to you. What God desires to do in you this year, this season, has very little to do with you, but it has everything to do with the folk that you are connected to. Well, you're with me in this place. So, So God calls this guy... By the name of Moses, who considers himself, just like me, very unworthy to, to, to receive a call of God on this magnitude. Moses is on the run. He is a murderer. He is a, tra- he is a sellout to his people. Folk don't really like Moses. He's not a very popular guy. But nevertheless, despite his past, despite who he thinks he is, God says, I'm calling you to deliver my people. Mm. So... This is what Moses said. Moses said, Exodus 3 and 11. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who who am I? God's response in verse number 12, don't worry about who you are. It's about who I am. I will be with you. (laughs) I'll be right there. I will be with you. Yeah. Hmm. This is good. I'm from Nargutport, and one of the things that I appreciate about Nargutport is that if you got family, you never fight alone. I don't know how y'all do it in Orange Grove. (laughs) Lyman, I don't know how you do it. But if you hit one of us, you hit. I got three people from (laughs) Nargutport. Who am I? Don't worry about you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. Moses comes back with another rebuttal. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Look at the response again. God said to Moses, I am who I am. We we highlighted this on last week. Moses asked about a future event, but God gives him a present now answer. Don't worry about what's happening in the future. I am right now. And the God that's with you now, when, I, when, you, when we get to that destination, guess what? I'm gonna be I am right then. Can somebody say amen to that? So God says to, 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 to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Now, now, God is not done building this boy's confidence. And I'm telling you today, God wants you to get your confidence up because you need to be sure and you need to walk and act out on what it is that God has called you to do. Trembling. Trembling. But you better go, trembling. Too funny, My, my I was with Crockett yesterday and uh, we was hanging some lights. And um, I ain't no Crockett scared of heights, y'all. <laughs> Crockett scared of heights. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't like heights, but I ain't I ain't scared though, I ain't scared. So I was gonna let him, it was his little part, it was his little thing. So you hang your own lights, bro. So I got up the ladder, bam, 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 bam. Put the lights in there, showed him how to do it. This is how you do it, bam, 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 bam. Got back down, he he gave him the light bulb, gave him the light bulb. He said. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even get on the first run, he said. (laughs) (laughs) So when I saw him do that, I thought to myself, this whole, the rest of this day can go wrong. I said, I got it, man. I got it, I got it. I get up the ladder and he, I guess he just reflected on it. He looked up with like tears in his eyes. He was like, pastor, man, you really love me. I look back down and says, no, I love Jessica. <laughs> I loved that he was trembling, but he was willing to go. I'm I'm wondering trembling will you still go? <laughs> Afraid and w- will you still go? Some of y'all are waiting for all the fear to be eradicated out of your heart before you actually step out and do what? W- will you go even if there's a little ambiguity, a little fear, a little tension? It doesn't matter if God wants me to go. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, if God wants me to go, I am going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. So, so, so God is not done. God is not done. God got to build this boy's confidence. And, and we, we see this. We see this throughout the text. Gideon, mighty man of God. Hold on. Who are you talking about? Well, if you want me to go, God, you know, do this sign and do that sign. If, if you want me to go, God is building Moses' confidence. And look what he does, Exodus 4 and 1. Moses answered because Moses, like some of y'all, he's trying to get out of his assignment. He's trying to push this one off on somebody else. As a matter of fact, he' gonna he' gonna say that later on. He's gonna be like, "God, is there anybody else?" And you know what's going? You know what the text says? God got mad. How many of y'all making mad, God mad simply because you won't go, and you' trying to make excuses? God, like, are you serious? <laughs> if I wanted your sister, I would have chose your sister, but I chose you. If I wanted your brother, I would I would have called Aaron myself. I ain't choose Aaron. I chose you, Moses Mosette. you all with me in this place. So so my man Moses is still trying to get out of this assignment, and I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel you. There's certain things I'm like, ah, you, for real. Yes, son. For real. Exodus four one. Moses answered, "What if they?" Do not believe me. Now, this is the third rebuttal. Or listen to me. Now, he already told them that I'm going to be with you. Tell them I am that I am. But, but he like, just in case, just, just in case all that, you know, I'm with you. No, 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 no. What if they still don't believe? The Lord did not appear to you or to me. Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? Hmm. Moses said, "It's just a staff. That's all it is. You talking about this whole thing? This is what I walk with every day. I mean, you like you created the wood that made this. What is this? This is the thing that I kind of herd my sheep with. What, what? 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 It's it's a it's a staff." The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hand. Somebody shouted, I'm about to do something big with something little. I ain't just trying to hype y'all up, but I'm hearing the voice of the Lord in my life right now. And I don't believe that God is just talking to me. I believe he's talking to somebody in this congregation who looking at just your little staff, you looking at just your little money, you looking at just your little dream, you looking at just your little resources, you looking at just your little connections, you looking at just your little friend, and God says, I'm going to do something big with what you call in little, because whenever I put my super on your natural, what's little becomes big. Can somebody say amen to that? So the question is, What is that in your hand? And if you know what it is in your hand, have you discounted it and said it's nothing? Matter of fact, are you calling something nothing that God says that I desire to use in a significant way? Are you calling something insignificant that I want to repurpose? You used it, my God, to tend sheep, but I'm getting ready to turn it into a miracle. (laughs) Moses, what's that in your hands, man? Do you know what it is that's in your hand? And that's the word of the Lord for today. You need to look at what's in your resources, what's in your pockets right now. What do you have? I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. That's why some of y'all lack confidence. Because you're waiting on certain people to get on board before you move. You're waiting on a certain dollar amount before you Move. You 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 waiting on the right connection before you decide to move. And God says, I want you to move with what you got right now. What if God told you that what you got right now is enough for the journey? See, y'all looking at me strange. Y'all looking at me strange. What if God, mm, Wendy told you that two fish and five loaves is, is enough? Would you doubt him or would you trust uh, not, 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 not. What if he told you, Gideon, you don't need 32,000, take the 300, and that's enough? Woman, yeah. oh, oh, of God comes to the prophet Elijah, and, and she says that my husband, uh, one of the prophets, just died, and he has this big old debt, and they're getting ready to come and take all of my stuff. The, the prophet says, what do you have in your house? You know what she said? I just got a little oil. And y'all are looking at some of you all's resources, some of your connections, some of your bank accounts, and you said, this all I got is just a little. And God says, if you will trust me, I will blow on the little to make it great. My, my God, do that again. Do that. My, 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 my Lord. Boy, if I could hoop. Oh, if, if I, if, if, uh, 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 if, I could hoop. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Elijah, tell this woman of God, go in your house, shut the doors, borrow all the pots that you can, all the empty vessels that you can. Shut the door and take that little pot of oil and just start pouring. And the scripture teaches that the little oil ran out, not until all the pots she borrowed were filled up. And the wisdom was, now take the little oil. Go sell it and pay off all of your debts. I'm telling you today, some of y'all are looking over things that God wants to use because in man's eyes and in your eyes, it looks small. It looks insignificant. It amazes me almost every Sunday. People, people come to me like, man, Pastor, man, you really blessed me, man. I really enjoy it. So I, my, my normal question is, what, what, what blessed you? What blessed you in the message? And I'm thinking to myself, I already know what blessed them. Oh, All yeah, right, no, that big point when I talked about this right here, yeah, and then they highlight this little simple thing in the message, like, what? <laughs> that what? That bless you? You overlooking something small. When God says, I'm going to take something small staff insignificant. I'm going to bless your life with it. Are y'all with me in this place. So again, what support do you have right now? What connections do you have right now? Some of y'all need to go through your phone log right now. You're trying to get new numbers when it's... I'm prophesying right now. You're trying to get a new number when it's a number already in here. What context do you have? Because the reality is if God is calling you now, He ain't going to give you resources later. (laughs) Y'all just missed that one. Y'all missed that one. I said, if God is calling you now, he ain't giving you resources later. By the time he called you, he's already filled you with the resources. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you know now? What endorsements do you have now? What friends do you have? Everybody shout right now. No, 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 understand, understand. I need you, I need you to need you to follow me. Um, I share with you. I said, what God is doing on the inside of you, He's doing it in you and through you, but it ain't about you. But, but because because remember Moses' call was synonymous to the same time frame that the people of God cried out. Y'all, y'all remember that? We we highlighted that week one. The the moment they begin to cry out, then we hear about these two Levites getting married and having a baby. So, why is God going to blow on something small? I'm getting ready ready to help you. Getting ready to help you. Exodus 4 and 5, the Bible declares, This said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers. Man, I want to run right now. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has appeared to you. 4.29 declares, Moses and Aaron brought together all the elders of the Israelites. So okay, we're going to take our little staff and we're going to go. We're going to do what it is that you told us to do and we're going to see. So Moses and Aaron got the elders together. Watch this, 30. And Aaron told them everything that the Lord the Lord had said to Moses. He also performed the signs before the people. This is so good. Thirty-one declares hmm, after he performed the signs. After what? Well, come on, let's let's make it plain. After he took what was what he considered insignificant and did what God told him to do, verse thirty-one declares they believe. Everybody shout! They believed. They believed, and when they heard, this is, oh, man, 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 it's so powerful. When they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshiped. I'm telling you what God is trying to do in you and through you ain't even about you. They said that when I saw the miracles, it wasn't just enough to believe that God actually sent you, but it signaled something in my heart that God really does care. I'm telling you right now, there are some people around you who don't believe that God cares. They believe in God. They believe he is real, but they don't believe that he's concerned about them. But if you will show up with your little staff in your hand and do what it is that God has challenged you to do, it's more than them just believing again, but they will know that God is concerned about me. Ah, He's Concern. He's concerned. God is concerned. I experienced something absolutely amazing yesterday. Put that slide picture on the screen, please. This is my dude right here. This is my dude. Proposed uh, to his sweetheart. Yeah. He made all the brothers look bad that was there. I'm like, dang. <laughs> 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 I was in my wife's apartment. I was like, <sighs> man, set it out all white. I had, had to go get all white. Y'all, I ain't never wore all white before. Brother looked pretty fi- flying all white, too. Wonderful. It, w- it was nice. It was nice. Th- this, this is what blessed me. Th- this, this is what blessed me. Um, uh, Crockett come to me, he come to actually to my wife and he says, you know, I'm ready to propose to uh, Jess, but I need to set it up. I need to create an, an event. I need y'all to create it. And I was already like, but we can't do that. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Folk gonna see that flyer and they gonna be like, oh, okay, pastor. All the little couples, all your little favorite couples there, but you ain't invite us. That's that's how I be. I'm like, we ain't doing it. But my wife, she won. She created created the little flyer. Sent it out. It was funny. Jessica was the only one that registered, y'all. She's so obedient. She's like, Corey Crockett, Jessica. And so I'm knowing that this event, getting ready happen. This is what Jessica writes the day before. I'm just putting it on here because, I mean, it's, if, if it's on Facebook, it's like anybody can. Be careful what you put on Facebook, y'all. <laughs> just be careful. Jessica wrote this a day ago, actually two days ago now. My heart is extremely full this morning. El Roy, the God who sees, has looked upon me. Hmm granted the biggest desire of my heart to be loved and to be what y'all seen. This morning as I'm crying in the floor of my bathroom, I am in total realization that I am loved and seen by more people than I ever even wanted. I am in a relationship with my Heavenly Father and from that has flowed rivers of living water. As a child, I couldn't see feel or recognize if anyone could see me. And even if they did, I didn't believe they really cared or loved me. I felt alone, alienated, outcast, and it's strange, but God has turned it around for me. I am in a relationship with my mother, my father, my children, my ex-husband, our children, my boyfriend, his children, his parents, and family, my family, my church family, my pastors. God, you got a lot of relationships, girl. And my many close friends, all because I decided to seek him. He has cleared my heart, healed me, and set me on a new path, allowing me to experience so much love. And in turn, gives so much love. I am overwhelmed with grace. Listen to me, the desire of my heart has been met, and I am, and I am awe of in awe of His goodness towards me. Look, look, this this what this what she said. What really stuck out to me. She said, "I feel seen. I feel I feel seen." And she, she she explains, as seasons in her life. She felt that nobody loved her, and, and, and the reality is, if I'm reading it, I'm, I'm going to read into the, well, I got the mic, what she's saying, <laughs> when you start to doubt people's love, it's easy for you to start doubting God's love. I, I want to, I just want to show you just for a moment what everybody, shout, what God did. God, God, God touched her pastors, touched her mother, touched her, her father. Watch this. God is so crazy. Ooh, touched her ex-husband, touched her friends. And you know what God challenged them to do? Use the little rod that I gave you. That's all I want you to do. Use the rod. Well, I mean, ain't no phone call going to encourage somebody, but if you want me to call them, I just call them and say, thinking about you, that's my rod. Just send a text message, I love you. What what that's going to do is your rod. And if you throw your rod down, I'm going to do something supernatural. Just just show up, just show up and just say, I was thinking about you. Well, what is that going to do? It's a rod. And if you throw it down, I'm going to do something significant in the rod. So God touched all these folk that had little rods. And we decided to obey God and throw our rods down. And when we all threw our rods down, he did something significant in the heart of his daughter where she says, I see now that not only does he see me, he's been looking at me. What you trying to say, Pastor McGee? God says, I'm ready to use you too. I'm ready to use you too. I'm ready to use you right now but you must stop discounting what I gave you because the little small thing that seems insignificant in your eyes and in the eyes of folk around you, I'm getting ready to put super on that natural. Can somebody... Oh, y'all, Are y'all... Is anybody getting this? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm... Y- y'all, y'all help me for a second. Y'all help me. Y'all help me. Y'all help me. Here, here's the question: What's your little rod? <laughs> what's your little rod? Come, come on, talk, talk to me. What's, what's, what's the thing that I want you to think back? What's, what's the, what's the thing that you thought was like real, real small, but God like touched it and it's, it, it became like a major thing? Like, wow, for for real, God this. Can, 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 can y'all, y'all follow me? The thing in the past, or oh, it might be something right now that's like real small, like like for real. This God using this to bless people. He he using this. What's your rod? What's your rod? I tell you what my rod was, Ray. It is teaching. That was my ride. You know That was my ride? Because it was a thing that everybody else in my church despised. Everybody else wanted to tune up and hoop. I wanted to, too. I just, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't. <laughs> Tell you, I tried one day, and I started coughing. <laughs> God was like, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. My ride was teaching. I ain't going to tune up at the end. I ain't going to tune up in the beginning. I ain't going to start out tuning up. All I got, Jeff, is this is my Bible. Love you, ma. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm a believer, not a doubter, a doer, not just a hearer. And my life is the better after hearing. Y'all got it. Y'all leave my ride alone. That's my ride. That's my girl. That's my girl. Amen. I'm with you, chat. It's, it's, it's my question is what's yours? What, Rog? Roger, what's your rod? Jazz, what's your rod? Ray, what's your rod? Now y'all get nervous. Like he's he's, he's walking the audience now. It's funny. Watch this. Watch this. When I do this, nobody makes unca- eye contact. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> you. What's your rod? C- c- hold on. Caring? Everybody's supposed to like care. Right, right. But that's his rod. What's your rod? What's your rod, sir? That's your ride there. You a thinker. <laughs> you, you process. Everything in your life is calculated. It frustrates folk around you, but don't change. Because that's the way God used you. Calculate it. Right strategic. Just strategic. Mmm. Stay in that vein. Mm. What's your ride? Watch this, let me make these folk over here nervous. <laughs> Pop! Hey, why, why, why am I challenging you? I need you to think, I need you to be nervous because I need you to think what your rod is. What's your rod? What's your rod? Your mouth your words. Let me tell you why you couldn't tell me, because you discounted It's as just a little staff. But when you open your mouth and you spit your lyrics, oh my God. Not only are saints encouraged, demons tremble. That's why the devil wants you to shut your mouth. He don't want you to say nothing else. Because when you open your your it it's in it. your rod is in your tongue it's in your mouth I ain't just talking about the power and life and death I'm talking about your tongue it's your why 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 what's your rod then since your hand is up. Y'all heard what she said? She says, my rod is my laugh. No, hold on. Hold on. What's, what's spiritual about a laugh? Joy. Because I know it's your laugh to bring joy to other folk. What is your rod? I'm telling you, God is serious about this rod. And there are some things that you have, everybody shout right now. Right now, that you discount that, 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 that you think is insignificant, but God says, that's the miracle right there. Yeah. And I would hate for you to get to heaven. Stand before the Lord and be like, Lord, the reason I didn't do what you called me to do is because I didn't have his rod. When God's saying, that rod wouldn't have worked for you, David. Take that sh- sword and seal off. Use the slingshot that you've been using because that's... Everybody shout, God's serious about this rod. I'm telling you, God, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. God's serious about this rod. God is serious about this rod. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this. Look at this foundational text, and I'm out of here. Woo, Exodus 4. Anybody getting blessed? I'm getting blessed. I'm getting blessed. Exodus 14, 9, the Bible declares... The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pa- pursued the Israelites and overtook them. So what, what we had in the, in the scripture? Uh, Moses has come to Pharaoh for the final time. Um, the last plague has been executed. His son dies. Pharaoh is like, man, y'all get up out of here. Y'all leave right now. Go, go. So the people of God have gathered together. They've obeyed the commands of the Lord. They are on their journey out of slavery. Pharaoh comes to himself, and he's like, "Mm mm-mm, you know what? I changed my mind. Let's go get our slaves back. Ten, as Pharaoh approached the Israelites, looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out. Everybody shout they cried out. They cried out. They They started praying. They started praying. I mean, real talk, if a whole army behind you and you ain't got no weapons, you know what you're going to do? <laughs> some of y'all going to pray. Some of y'all going to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Ten said they, they prayed. Now, now think, think about it for a second. Um, hmm. Hmm. I want you to consider something. <sighs> when I see people going through a challenging time, and they're crying out to God. It's like it provokes me to pray. Anybody, anybody like that? It provokes me to pray. I want to I I join an in intercession with you. The people begin to pray and cry out to God. Look what Moses does. People cried out, verse number 10, verse number 15, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you praying? That's what he says. Why are you crying out? You don't need to cry. You know what you need to do. Use your rod. Some of y'all asking God to do some things that He's already anointed you to do. Lord, what I'm gonna do? God, use use your rod. And if you will use the rod that I anointed, you will see the sp- Red Sea split from hither to there. You'll use your rod. If you use what I gave you. I told you, my rod is teaching. I take it with me everywhere. Everywhere I'm ready to break down the word of God. Everywhere I go, I'm ready to execute. In whatever form. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the circumstance. There's a word I can give. Why? Because this is my rod. So I'm challenging some of y'all today. I'm done. Hmm. You got to use what God gave you. Use what he gave you. Use what he gave you. Don't let other people downplay what he gave you. Don't let them do that. So I said confidence based on two things. Some of y'all have misplaced confidence. Confidence in stuff that shakes, changes, adapts. Confidence has to be in two places. Number one is who God is. It's his his character. Number two is what he's given you. Um, gifts of God are without repentance. When God gave it to you, it's yours. Work what he gave you. But before you ha- work what he gave you, you got to be confident in the God who gave it to you. Hmm. And that's what the devil's been doing in some of you all's lives right now. Trying to shake your confidence in God. Yeah. That's why he has used significant, the enemy has used significant people to hurt you because those people individuals who should point to God they, they, they should point to the Father but the very one that should point causes some type of evil in my life. So not only do I question them, I question the God of them. But the devil is absolutely a liar. They are saying they you can trust me. you can trust me. You can trust me. Stop trying to do this thing by yourself. Stop trying to walk it out on your own. Again, will it be some fear? Absolutely. Some ambiguity? Absolutely. Some questionable moments? Sure. But despite all of the inconsistencies that can transpire in your heart, you need to know who I am, and I am for you. Scripture declares that He'll never leave you, nor will He ever forsake you. God will never leave you, nor will He ever forsake you. You can turn your back on Him. He ain't going nowhere. The, the, these past two lessons, these past two lessons really blessed me, and I like what I just highlighted in the garden. After Adam and Eve sinned, God came looking for them. God God came to them. He didn't stand and wait for his children to come to him. God came to them. Today is somebody that's been feeling God coming to you. And it's time for you to have a serious conversation with the Lord. And the time is right now. Heads bowed and eyes closed all over this building. God, I thank you. Holy Spirit, do what it is that you desire to do. I'm finished, but you're still working. I'm finished. I'm finished, but you're still working. You're still working. And you are, you are speaking. You're done with Greg's voice. You are speaking directly to the heart, to the soul of your servant, your man, your woman of God today. God is saying, trust me, trust Trust me, trust me, trust me. I just want to stay right there. Trust, trust me with your everything. Trust me today with your everything. I will not leave you hanging. I will not disappoint. Trust me, trust me. Ah, God, I thank you. I thank you. There's somebody you're turning to God right now, and this is the perfect moment to do it. If there are sins in your life, go ahead and confess them to the Father now and ask Him for forgiveness. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. You do not have to go the rest of your life with guilt and shame hanging over you. The devil is absolutely a liar. The Bible declares if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Come on, come on, come on. Do it now. Do it now. God, I said it. I did it. I ain't do it, God, but my thoughts played it out and I'm wrong. But your word is right. Forgive me and cleanse my heart. Come on, do it now. Now. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I see a hardening of the heart of individuals who don't want to trust God like that anymore. It's not that I don't have faith. It's not that I don't believe him. I don't want to step out like that anymore. And I hear the Lord saying, let your guards down. You you need to let your guards down because this move ain't even about you, but it's about the folk that I want to reach through you, my daughter. I, I see you. I see you, my daughter. God says, God says, trust me. dipping your foot in the pool when God says, jump in. I'm not sure what the temperature is like. It doesn't matter. Your body will adjust. Jump in. Trust me today. Trust me today. So, Father, you gave me this word concerning confidence. And, God, I believe that that's what you want to do today. You want to infuse the people's heart. You want to infuse the people's heart. You want to infuse their hearts today with confidence. If that's you, sir. If that's you, ma'am, stand on your feet. You're the individual in this place. You've been wrestling with confidence and some things that God has challenged you to do. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Yep. 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 Pastor, that's me, my man. I I know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. But but it's it's, it's just like the holy boldness to do what it is I'm supposed to do is tough, man. What he's wanting me to say, that's not even like my temperament of, of saying stuff like that. But I hear him. I hear him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I love you. I love you. I love you. This is what God told me to do. God told me to pray God told me to pray for the events around you because God is getting ready to use events around you to encourage your faith. Listen, listen, listen. Here, I, I need you to understand this. I need you to understand this. There is more for you than that's against you. But from the natural perspective, it looked like there's more against me then there's actually for me. So what God's going to do, God's going to touch your eyes and he's going to open your eyes and allow you to see what he's already laid at your disposal. God's going to allow you to see not just your rod, rods. He's going to allow you to see what you discounted as insignificant in the past and he's getting ready to blow on it and it's going to encourage your faith. God says, throw your rod down. Put your hand in the bosom and take it out again put it back in your bosom and watch the leprosy that was once there be cleansed. God's getting ready to do supernatural. I'm I'm telling you, I know what I'm hearing. Lift both of those hands. Father, now in Jesus' name, God, I thank you, Lord, for who you are and for your love and for your care and for your concern that you would pause in time today, God, to highlight your sons and your daughters that's been wrestling with their confidence, that's been wrestling with that with drive to do what it is that you have called them to do. Now, the devil is absolutely a liar. He is a defeated foe, and he will not win in this season. He will not gain victory in their lives this year. So, Father, I pray now, God, that you would open their eyes and allow them to see the support that they do have right now. I pray, God, that you would open their eyes and allow them to see the hidden resources, God, that's already at their disposal, God. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody in particular, God. I want you to show them the folk that's been praying for them. They thought that they was praying on them, but no, 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 no. They've been praying for them. Open their eyes, Jesus, and allow my man to see, Lord God. Allow this woman of God to see, God, just how much you love them, just how much you care for them, God. It is a demon that's been trying to hinder their eyesight. And Satan, we rebuke you now. We cast down every foul spirit now in the name of Jesus. We command every principality and power to bow now in the name of Jesus. God, open your son's eyes today, God. Open your daughter's eyes today. Lord, encourage their faith, not just about about what you're getting ready to do, but allow them to see what you've already done for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.